Hey guys, it's Allie and Abby and welcome to the Coffee Pod Podcast where we talk about anything and everything unfiltered. So grab a cup of coffee, maybe a few snacks and And let's get get chatting. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coffee Pod. We hope you had a good Thanksgiving and in the theme of Thanksgiving, we have been thinking a lot about gratitude Mm -hmm. and being thankful and being present in the season. And so today we kind of want to dedicate this episode to just what we've been thinking lately and having an attitude for gratitude yeah just kind of brain dumping a little bit Mm -hmm. um some of the things we've been learning Mm -hmm. you know yeah we're in a constant cycle of growth (laughs) we're in a very precious age of growth i would think as well because 19 and 20 i feel like those are like the prime time when you learn so much about yourself and about life and about other people definitely i i feel the growth (laughs) <laughs> that yeah it's it feels good but it's, it is it's hard it's bittersweet mm-hmm, it's for definitely sure. bittersweet it's for sure. this weird in between between being like feeling like you're a teenager but in reality yeah. you are almost i mean i'm almost 20 you are 20 mm-hmm. it's so. and it's hard like being independent but then not really independent because you know at this time like we still live with our parents Mm -hmm. and you know we love our family but it's hard going from like living under your parents roof and your parents rules to under your own roof and your own rules and kind of doing whatever you want um most definitely but we've learned so much from it yeah and like with all the challenges it's really hard to um find ways to kind of be grateful with the season that Mm -hmm. you're in because i don't know this season is pretty hard it's very for me like there are obviously great times the high like the highs are high and the lows are low yeah i feel like there's really no in between Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so sometimes it can be kind of hard to find um you know the reason for the season (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah um and we kind of just want to touch on like a kind of like a mishmash of things um but I kind of want to start with toxic positivity and how that like can be like can really affect you in a negative way because with Thanksgiving um I feel like there is a lot of pressure and especially with the holidays too Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure to like feel a specific and way be happy and be, yeah exactly mm-hmm. to be happy and it can be a sad time i'm not gonna lie it uh, can be hard yeah hard. not you know there's obviously seasonal depression but like mm-hmm. also i it's it's rough holidays are rough especially yeah. when you're already not feeling like great mm-hmm. it can be so much harder it's even worse. to have people be like you need to feel happy yeah or everyone's like be cheery like it's the reason for the season the most wonderful time of the year yeah (laughs) it it is it's easier said than done because yeah i know both of us don't have like massive families to spend Mm -hmm. holidays with and so that that can be really hard as well and obviously like that's no one's fault like no it's just how it happened but that definitely for me takes a toll because it it's re- it can be really sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's hard because in the winter I do get um, a bit. You know the days are shorter, mm-hmm. not as much sunlight. So mm-hmm. like it's I super cold. I'm very affected by that yeah. like environmental aspect. Mm-hmm. So especially I think last year was when I really figured out how much it affected me. Mm-hmm. And so seeing everything was like happy and like yeah. it's like I'm supposed to be happy. Yeah. Like this is not this yeah. is weird and. I think it's really important to have those hard conversations because, um, you know, I think everybody at some point, one point or another during the holidays, whether it's before or after, Mm -hmm. um, feels that way. So it can be hard with the, you know, like you were saying, toxic positivity, you know, sometimes, sometimes Mm -hmm. life just sucks. Yeah. And I think it's important to like, to kind of realize like 
oh like today is not the best day but like that's that's fine but I'm but also not just having such an like not like try not to like, just ignore your sad feelings because oh, yeah. like you should validate that like mm-hmm. you're feeling this way it's normal it's okay to have just a sad day well yeah and ignoring it will inevitably kind of bottle it up and mm, it'll it just make it worse a huge mm-hmm. thing so it's really important to have um those tough kind of like conversations with yourself Mm -hmm. and kind of validate your own feelings I think in that sense you are your biggest exactly and that kind of goes hand in hand with like being mindful in your own way Mm because you were saying that like some people you know exercise or meditate to be mindful Mm -hmm. but it's different for a lot of people yeah definitely and I think especially as I started reaching my later teen years and um now going into my early 20s almost wow I, isn't that's that crazy to say I'm, you I'm are in my early 20s <laughs> that's insane wow yeah literally wow. um but i have found it so helpful to have those like mindful that mindful outlet um <clears throat> that has been one of the biggest mm-hmm. changes that i've made in my life um you know i think it's really important to kind of be able to reflect mm-hmm. and um you know feel the way you feel and Mm -hmm. kind of reflect and allow yourself to feel Mm -hmm. how you're feeling exactly I think that's been one of the biggest changes I've made Mm -hmm. um and I know last week we touched on um our like mental health journeys Mm -hmm. and I think that has been one of the biggest game changers in that sense yeah definitely um so yeah yeah and also like I think seasons can be they're hard for everybody and Difference. I kind of look at seasons as chapters, and like one chapter might be really long, really short, really good, really mm-hmm. bad. But you kind of just have to take it with a grain of salt, and like you're gonna have hard seasons in life. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Yeah. And you're gonna have them all throughout your life. You're not just gonna stop once you like hit college. Mm-hmm. You're still gonna see a change and growth in yourself, which I, <coughs> I, and seasons really they shape you into who you are. Yeah, and I really value that. Mm-hmm. I do too and we were just talking like I think we both expected um college to kind of be this new mm-hmm. thing where like it, the old habits were kind of lost and mm-hmm. then um you know we encounter new people and there's mm-hmm. different vibes than it was in high school but yeah it's it's weird because things carry on it's also interesting because you know, most of us are leaving college or leaving high school being 18 or 19 and entering at the same age. So there's really not that no. big of a difference maturity wise. So like going into college, I remember I had just so many expectations of like, oh, like drama's not going to happen. Like I'm going to be happy. Like it's going to be just such a good time. And that wasn't always the case. No. I went and in. I Sorry. I left no. high school 19. I went in 19. And mm-hmm. so... I had the summer to kind of like grow up as like society says like from high school to college and that's just not reality no yeah I definitely agree it's um a very unrealistic expectation Mm -hmm. um for yourself but also for other people you know it's 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 hard but also I think once you kind of have that experience like we've had the experience of like that transition Mm -hmm. um I think that's really important and um, kind of keeping that in mind, mm-hmm. especially as you keep progressing. Definitely. Um, and like we were talking about before, being mindful, 
I think that has helped me learn a lot more about myself too Mm -hmm. in this transition process Um, because um, yeah like you were saying before everybody has their different ways of being mindful Mm -hmm. whether that's you know movement whether it's um, you know waking up in the morning and like maybe writing a few things down Um, it looks very different for everybody. And I actually think that's really, really interesting. It's very interesting. I love hearing how people, like, yeah. wind down at the end of the day or how they start their mornings. Yeah, like, I love my mornings very quiet. And mm-hmm. I'm, I've been trying to wake up a little earlier just to give myself, like, yeah. comfort time or cushion <laughs> time yeah. to have a cup of coffee, sit down, yeah. look at Facebook, catch up with the world, and then get on with my day. Because I think that is also really good for your mental health versus just like getting up and rushing which obviously that happens sometimes you wake up late not the end of the world I've been waking up (laughs) we've been sleeping really yeah getting up like 30 minutes before (laughs) class which is fine like we it's it's the end of the semester it's it's totally normal to get Mm -hmm. off your game and I tend to beat myself up yeah for not sticking to my routine because at the beginning of the semester I had a really solid routine and my roommate can vouch for me that I woke up (laughs) so early and I would get up I would kind of like chill you do wake up really early I do you well you did like I did at the beginning beginning, because that's like my normal routine but when I'm see the difference right now is that Mm -hmm. I'm really burnt out and when I'm burnt out I just just don't want to wake up yeah and you just don't Um, feel like motivated like we would go on our morning walks in the beginning of the semester and we did them pretty often I would say I say we stopped within the past week yeah just we've just been so exhausted and like honestly sometimes your body just needs more sleep yeah that's okay exactly and that's also you know I've accepted that that's a part of this I I love the word season I love thinking of my life in terms of like seasons and chapters Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna keep saying that (laughs) it's it's really good and I think that kind of makes you have a bit more of like a gratitude kind of moment because it almost like romanticizes life talking about it in terms of like seasons and chapters I hate to be like cheesy and stuff and say that yeah (laughs) I agree romanticize your life yeah well I mean it it makes you look at life (laughs) so differently because like your life's like a book and you're going through different chapters of growing up and going through like different like life-changing events like I can name just a couple chapters in my life already Mm -hmm. that have taught me so much and have prepared me for the next one yeah and looking at life just head-on can be so intimidating Mm -hmm. when I think about it and I think about it as just like a straight line that's terrifying yeah I like to think of it in chunks yeah um and so right now this chunk is She's long. She's long. She's, she's tiring. Long. <laughs> she's yeah. tiring. But she's teaching me lessons. She's very. Yeah. yeah. A lot. And I mm-hmm. think that that's the best way that you can look at life. Yeah. Um, so I also want to talk about you have this like little journal. I do. And I, I do. want to know more about that. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to so... pull up a little Brit moment. <laughs> Crime junkies. I have a five minute journal. I saw this all over TikTok over the summer and I was like, oh, like that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of really busy didn't really have the time to go like buy one and do it but I finally invested and got one and it's really helped because you the way it works is you wake up and you it gives you like a weekly challenge so like for example this one is give someone you know a thoughtful compliment think about who this person is and what you genuinely admire about them be specific and so then you kind of write down what you're grateful for what would make the day great and then daily affirmations and that kind of 
when you wake up and like have a nice cup of coffee and you're sitting down and doing this, you're really thinking about like, wow, what am I grateful for? Mm -hmm. Like what, what could I do today to make this day super good? And then daily affirmations is just really good in general. Just reminding yourself that like you're worthy, you're loved, you're respected, like Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And then towards the end of the night, you would write three things that happened today that were good and then how you could make the day better. And I think also sitting down at the end of the day, winding down, you're thinking like, wow, what, what was like today may, may not have been the best day, but what there's 24 hours in the day. Mm-hmm. There's so much that could have happened. And so th- really thinking like even this one minute of like talking to a friend on campus just yeah. made my day perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I really like also what you could have done to make the day good because you, I always want to better myself yeah. personally. And so I kind of think of like, Oh, what interactions did I have today? Like, what did I do today? Like, Maybe I shouldn't have taken a nap. Maybe I should have, I don't know, talked to a friend, texted a friend, like Mm -hmm. anything. So I love my five-minute journal. And I think journaling is really, it can be really good, but I know for some people, I know for you, like just having a blank canvas is really hard. And I think this is really good because you have prompts. It's very intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um, It is. I I struggle with it sometimes. And I look at it and I'm like... (gasps) What am I going to write? And sometimes it it really does for me, at least having just like a blank journal feels a lot more like a chore. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And I find myself really only writing in it when um, something bad happens, Mm -hmm. which is like good. It's always good to have something like an outlet to vent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But I find um, a lot of value in being able to set that routine and being able to write in something like regularly or semi-regularly. Um, so I might have to invest. Yeah. And like, I don't write in my five minute journal every single day. Like sometimes, some days I'll be on a groove and I'll write in it for like two weeks straight, but I haven't written in mine in a while. Honestly, I kind of forget about it, but I think just like sitting it on my desk, just as a reminder, like it, it it literally takes five minutes, not even. Yeah. And I like that because these days everything is so busy mm-hmm. sometimes for like just regular journaling i get tired of writing like i don't yeah. like writing sometimes, and, yeah. and i feel like i have to fill the whole page mm-hmm. so i'm just and if writing not, in gibber yeah yeah exactly um so i know so you're i feel like i've walked into your room and i've seen like little like to-do lists on your desk <laughs> and stuff and i feel like it's your favorite way to be like mindful like in the morning to kind of gather yourself in that way oh my gosh yes that helps me a lot because if I wake up and I'm like okay what do I need to do today that's gonna fulfill me and make me feel like I really accomplished things and I'll write even just like have coffee go on a walk yeah do some homework read a book I know and feeling like and feeling the feeling of crossing something off also Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I'm just like I did all that today's great like I did yeah. everything so rewarding I, I do do that. that a lot I didn't realize that. yeah dude I know I'll I'm a little sticky notes we'll come back after a walk and I see you cross off morning walk off of your to do <laughs> I do do that <laughs> it feels really good just knowing that I like I woke and also sometimes I will write my to-do list at night and so a lot of the times you know you don't follow through with everything that you write oh, on your to-do list but, but I think the fact that I wrote it last night and I'm like I did that today. Like, I got up. I did it. It feels Mm -hmm. good. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I think also, I guess this kind of goes in, like, or kind of going back to, like, the being thankful, like, the journal. Like, gratitude shifts your focus tremendously. Mm -hmm. And realizing what you're thankful for and how blessed you are in life, just, it, it makes you a 
happier person, yeah. honestly. So No, definitely. I feel like uh, it's very easy to forget to be grateful. Mm-hmm. And I definitely don't do a very good job of remembering... Um, you know, obviously not like beating myself up over it because mm-hmm. it is hard to remember. Yeah. Um, but just taking some time to be like, okay, this is what I'm thankful for because it's so it's so easy to pick out things and complain about things mm-hmm. that happen in your day. So I think having that mindset of being like, yeah, this is what I went into the day mm-hmm. grateful for. And, and last night um, I went to a Bible study and our leader was asking like, why are we so quick to like pinpoint things that just are not going our way like why mm-hmm. why is it so easy to, to complain and I was sitting there and I was like that is that is so true like yeah. why is it it is it is so easy to complain and I feel like we all set as humans we set such high expectations for life and mm-hmm. if it doesn't go our way we throw a fit yeah and I find myself doing that a lot and I know yeah. a lot of people do that I think that is like obviously you want to set ex- expectations for yourself but don't make them so unreachable to the point where you're just let down mm-hmm. yeah. I think I think that's very important um, having the mindset having a positive mindset but like also you know I, I think it's it's just a lot easier to look at the negatives mm-hmm. and I think I think Part of, yeah, I guess I guess that is true. I never looked at it in that way, where it's like our expectations are mm-hmm. driving what we. Yeah. When she said that last night, I was like, "Wow, like Dang. that is that's, that's so crazy. true." Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, and gratitude comes in like all shapes and sizes. And yeah, um, I have my sermon book open, and I <coughs> went to a sermon a couple weeks ago, and he was kind of talking about like gratitude shifting your focus and like kind of thinking like you know for example like sometimes I hate my sibling but I am so thankful that I have a sibling or I you know hate the way my body looks today but I'm thankful that my body is healthy and like I can walk and everything that's my favorite one I think that and like or my hair looks so bad today but I'm so thankful that I have hair and just like realizing that like like honestly life could be so much worse and like really just taking the time to pinpoint like I'm so grateful for my parents for my grandmother for Mm -hmm. to have a car to be able to have an education I think that's interesting because when you think about it every negative well almost every negative um that you that we I complain about on a daily basis has a positive Mm -hmm. attached to it Mm -hmm. which is very interesting I never looked at it that way but I think what's like an example of that? Like, like, like I hate my my morning when I get up in the morning to talk to class. I hate uh, my my walk to my econ class. Uh-huh. But I'm going to an econ yeah. class and yeah. I'm getting an education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And ugh, I don't know, like, I don't like the the food being served at the UC tonight. But I have food. Exactly. You yeah, know? that's very true. Yeah, I, I like never that. About it that way. Yeah, or like I or. There's just so many examples. Yeah, literally. Honestly. Like, they're never ending. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. At least for me, you know, every negative is a reminder mm-hmm. for a positive. Yeah. I like, I, I personally hate driving, but I'm thankful that I am able you to drive. Hate driving. And I have a car, yeah. and I'm able to get to one place. Where I really just hate it. It's so <laughs> you boring. Said it's, so <laughs> it's so boring to me, but I'm so, but I'm. But I'm glad that I have a car yeah. and I can get to work, to school, to my house. Like, 
I, I like that you said like some things like are negative but they have a positive attached yeah, which almost is every really true negative has its own positive yeah yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I overlook like that. that I like that a lot <laughs> yeah me too yeah. wow look at us yeah coming up with some some life <laughs> life advice um and something else I kind of want to touch on is people are in your life for a reason or a season I love that sentence because that could not be farther from the truth or could not be could not be farther from the truth no that means it's false that couldn't be closer to the (laughs) that couldn't be Uh, true you get what you get what we're saying um it's (laughs) it's very true um because you know you go through seasons of life where you know you have friends or like a relationship but that it doesn't end necessarily the way that you wanted to but you learned from it and you're gonna yeah. take that into like the next friends you meet the next relationship you have and yeah. I think that that is super because I could they could be in your life for like a reason or oh my gosh a reason or a season but I'm trying to like like you They're like in your life for like they could be they could be a lifelong friend or relationship or they could be like short-lived but either way yeah they 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 you see what I'm saying yeah no 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 I get what you mean I think even if the relationship is either mm-hmm. short-lived mm-hmm. um or you know it doesn't end the way you want it to like you said um I it, it taught you something <laughs> it oh, wow, why are we struggling so much with I this? don't know um, I love that I, quote but I'm like I know I'm struggling yeah I'm trying to find what it is um yeah, I think that especially, at least for me, I have a lot of anxiety around, like, friendships and people and all that. So when something like that happens where it's, like, I, there's a really hard season with either people or, like, maybe family members or, you know, your significant other, it it really, for me personally, it kind of wrecks me. And so having that mindset of, like, okay, things are going to be okay, um you know uh, everything I hate the phrase everything happens for a reason Mm -hmm. I know some people like it I don't like it because there are things that I'm like this this just didn't didn't need to happen Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. things like very terrible things that Mm -hmm. shouldn't happen um but I believe with people for the most part obviously with some exceptions people I feel like come into your life for very specific reasons Mm -hmm. and everyone that's come into my life I can say has made a significant impact yes um and has made me the person I am today I think that that is a really mature way of looking at it because I know a lot of people you know hold grudges towards friendships or relationships that they've had in the past where it was just like traumatic but I think looking at it from the perspective of you know what that situation was shitty but it taught me so much and it made me a better person yeah I think that's a really good way to look at it yeah that's how I look at it it honestly it's not even it's hard to it's think really about hard. it that way it took me a while to get to that kind of there, realization there were people in high school that I was friends with that d- didn't just didn't work out and I feel like I experienced my first like friendship fallout during my high school chapter of yeah. my life um and my very first like huge friendship fallout I I was wrecked and mm-hmm. for a long time I was a very open wound yeah and it was very very hard but um you know everything takes time mm-hmm. um to heal and yeah. so p- part of the process for me healing personally was 
coming to terms with the fact that, okay, this person was in my life and it was so great to have Mm -hmm. this person in my life, Mm -hmm. but I don't need that in my life right now. Yeah. And, um, sometimes, sometimes you just outgrow people. Yeah. And I was going to say sometimes like people can be removed for a season or reason because people do come back in your lives and you do like you have friendship. Like I had a friend in high school who we kind of stopped talking senior year, but then, you know, this summer we started getting really close again. So also like they can be removed for, you know, the remainder of your life or once the two of you kind of grow separately, then you can come back and reevaluate. I think growth is insane, especially at this age. Oh yeah. It's, it's crucial. People are people are growing at different rates, and sometimes sometimes you just you realize that you're outgrowing somebody, mm-hmm. and or you need to let them grow on their own. Exactly, and there's no shame in that at mm-hmm. all. And sometimes you feel like, hey, I need to grow by myself. Yeah, and like, that and that goes for relationships too, not even just friendships. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's, it's, it can be really hard, but I think at least for me personally, part of that healing process and coming to terms with the fact that like, okay this person was a part of a chapter mm-hmm. that's closed. And when you think about it, like without the people like in high school and the friends that you were with, you don't know who you'd be today, exactly. honestly, because they helped shape you into who you are. I, you know, I would be such a different person without the experiences mm-hmm. I had at that age, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's been something that I think is just, I mean, that's what, you're gonna have to deal with that for the rest of your life and mm-hmm. people are gonna come and go and I think know. also with like the expectations from high school to college you kind of think like oh I'm never gonna have like another friendship you know not work in college because that was just that's so high school like that's so you know um, um so like immature like, yeah juvenile. but it, it happens and yeah. it's sad it's, but it's gonna happen for you're gonna have friendship you know breakups when you're 30 40 it's yeah. gonna happen yeah I it's yeah it's it's always gonna be hard mm-hmm. it's always gonna be hard but I think at least the biggest thing I've learned so far and I know that you know I'm a work in progress oh yeah so Every, we all are things you know my viewpoint on it may change but as of right now I think the biggest thing I've learned from relationships and other people is that I am you know at the end of the day I've got I've got myself exactly you know you're your and own best friend. You, you exactly, truly, yeah. you need to be your own best friend. You're, you are really the only person that if, you can fully trust. If I were to hear that a year ago, I would have said no. Yeah, like that. It takes time to kind of be confident enough in yourself where you're mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm my own best friend. Like well, I'm my own company. I trust myself. Exactly. Like confident. It, it's weird because I in high school and. Um, you know, part of college, I feel like I put more trust in other people than I did in myself, which is nuts to think about because, you know, thinking about it now, it's like I have, and, you know, I still have so much to learn. Um, but thinking of it now, it's like at the end of the day, you do have to be your own best friend and you do have to be your own, um, what is it? Confident, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. yeah. You and I, really have to lean on yourself. Yeah, and also one of the greatest pieces of, pieces of advice that I've ever received is one of like our greatest freedoms is like how we react to things because how you react to things kind of sets you up for what comes next. And mm-hmm. if you react 
poorly, badly, or good, or I don't know, like just any way that you react is gonna like that will impact what comes next. And yeah. if you want it to be a good thing, then you need to react with goodly. So it's so it's so easy to like. Okay, we'll preface it by saying I think venting is a very human oh yeah thing it's very oh, yeah. necessary um you need some kind of outlet mm-hmm. um it's healthy life is frustrating as fuck mm-hmm. um <laughs> it, it truly that. <laughs> it, is. it truly tests you um so i i think venting is necessary mm-hmm. um but i also think that there is a pretty big difference between venting and then complaining yeah, there's definitely a big line that, you know, kind of separates those two because complaining is, I look at it as it's just, you're complaining even though that like, you have a solution right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then venting is just kind of like, you're just expressing how you're feeling, what's going on, just to get some advice, or just to have someone listen. And personally, I hate complaining. It's one of my biggest pet peeves because if you're going to sit here and complain to me about something that could be fixed in a matter of minutes then Mm -hmm. or something that just cannot be fixed like yeah it 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 really bugs me because like yeah well personally too when I'm complaining I find that my outlook on the current state of my life is uh very bad Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of just makes it worse honestly yeah because you get so used to it and then you just complain about everything I would define it complaining as more of like repetitive, um, repetitive, unnecessary, unnecessary, um, not venting because it's not venting. I'd say it's more like, uh, I don't know. I want to say it's just complaining, but that's what what I'm trying to define. I know what you're trying to say. Um, It's like, I think, I feel like it's very repetitive and it's also, there's a difference between venting and straight up saying like, I'm not looking for a solution. I just want to let my feelings out because that I feel like is okay. Mm -hmm. Obviously that's Mm -hmm. totally fine. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes you just need to preface it by saying like, you know, if I come to you with an issue and I'm like, I'm not looking for a solution. I'm just really upset. Yeah. You would a hundred percent listen to me. I'd be like, of course, go ahead. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, I was texting you earlier and I was just kind of like brain dumping. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I'm like texting so much. You're like, it's fine. Go Uh, ahead. No, I literally, I love when people feel comfortable enough Mm -hmm. to like brain dump over text or like over person and just like let it all out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love being that person for people. And I I think you do too, because Mm -hmm. I, I'm able to do that with you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All the time. Yeah. (laughs) Paragraphs and paragraphs. Yeah, and it's 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 fine. Yeah. Yeah, but there is a massive difference in like if you complain about like a grade on like a test and like you can go get help. Like you can go email your teacher, you can go like you can do you can actively well, do things to help that. Complaining, if, I also feel like sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine, <laughs> go ahead. Um complaining I also feel like places unnecessary blame on other factors. Mm-hmm. When I think also complaining, you like sometimes if you're complaining about something, like it might be you, and you're uh, kind yeah. of looking at everything else of like why something's oh, going wrong. Are you? Okay? I, it's 
embarrassing because I do it all the time. Oh, but yeah. if I get a bad grade, I'm like, this teacher sucks. Oh yeah. This professor so, sucks. And we're so, once again, like we're so quick to complain about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When really, you know, after, and usually it's a very immediate reaction and it is a result of me not being mindful with what, um, comes my way you know my challenge mm-hmm. challenges and stuff like when I get a bad grade I'm immediately like oh this professor like is terrible like mm-hmm. they didn't teach the material well enough when really did I study enough for that yeah did I, I probably in class I really probably studied for yeah. like 30 minutes I know sometimes <laughs> I get my papers back and it's not the best grade but like my teacher did give me feedback and like I'm grateful that they're give that they gave me the time of day to look through my paper and grade like my five page paper and give me critiques to make my future papers better. Yeah. And yeah. And so I for me personally, complaining is what is it? Uh, there's like a, a saying that's like comparison is the thief of all joy. Mm-hmm. I also feel like complaining yeah. is <clears throat> It, it really does rob me of any gratitude I have. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's something that I'm working on personally. Me too. I I complain all the time, but yeah. I try not to because I know if I'm getting annoyed by people complaining, then, oh my gosh, I'm probably annoyed to, to hear about, like, complaining. Well, also just, like, yeah, my relationship with myself, I'm not doing myself any good by Mm-mm. complaining. By tearing yourself about down. Too. Exactly. Yeah. And really that kind of um attitude does tear yourself down Mm -hmm. and it's not it's not promoting um you know positive um you know self-talk yeah which i think is very important Mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah definitely and i also wanted to touch on the um kind of the, the feeling of being present because we talk so much about seasons and chapters in mm-hmm. life and we've we've touched on being present but I think we can definitely go more into that because yeah I think it's so easy for me to want to rush mm-hmm. and especially when a time is really hard we just want to get over it well exactly like a perfect example is when it gets cold out I say, oh my god, I can't wait for summer. This mm-hmm. cold sucks. Yeah. Like, I hate when it's this cold out. But then when but it's then summer, you're like, I'm, I'm sweating. Like, I'm sweating. It's so hot. I want it yeah. to be winter. Just appreciate what you have year. at the moment. And I, this is a prime example for me because I do it every year. Every year. It's, <laughs> it's very ridiculous. But I think that describes the trap mm-hmm. of... Yeah. Um, you know, wanting to rush through seasons mm-hmm. perfectly. Yeah. Um, because we do it so subconsciously. Yeah. Like, it we don't even realize that we're doing it. No, literally. It doesn't even cross my mind that I'm not, like, that, you know, our days are numbered. Mm-hmm. You know? They are. They're not, and they're not guaranteed either. Exactly. Life can change on a dime. Yep. You know? Yeah. And I think with being present, like, being, like, be present, like, with yourself, but be present, like, with your family, with your friends, like, mm-hmm appreciate like your grandparents because you don't know like when Mm -hmm. that's gonna change and like appreciate your parents and like your sibling like right now I'm appreciating that like I like my sister lives at home she's still in high school because I know when she goes to college I probably will not see her as much Mm -hmm. and I really cherish the time like living at home with her and also just being able to go home and see my parents as much as I can because once you graduate college 
Unless, like we might go live back at home, but like we're never fully gonna like live under their roof. I feel really. like yeah, moving away has changed my perspective on that so much. Like I value that time. I make it a priority to be so present mm-hmm. when I'm at home. Yeah, and sometimes like my parents, they can get on my nerves sometimes. Uh, yeah, I get I on mean, I get on their nerves all the time yeah, too. But exactly. I like have to remind myself like. I am grateful that I have parents and I am at home. I'm safe. Mm -hmm. I'm well fed. I'm healthy. Yeah. And pretty much everything we've talked about, I feel like in this episode, kind of it's big idea Mm -hmm. is presence. Yes. Especially. And not just in a season, but like in life. In life and with people Mm -hmm. because um, not only that your days are numbered and other people's days are numbered, but you know, you never know when people are going to leave. Exactly. You, know, you never know when a friendship's gonna end, a relationship's gonna end. Exactly. Like, you have no idea. So it's important um, to be fully present mm-hmm. and to enjoy the time you have with people. Definitely. Um, that's what I've been thinking about yeah. recently, especially Me with too. Thanksgiving and everything. Mm-hmm. I think it's a much better message to be preached than For sure. the positivity. For sure. Because presence does not. I feel like it doesn't pressure you into Mm-mm. being happy, yeah. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, it stresses the importance mm-hmm. of your surroundings. For sure. And for me personally, it makes me more mindful yeah. to be like, and I know you've been talking about, you talked about screen time a little bit. Yeah, I I feel like <laughs> being present, like, try, like, when, like when I go home for break, I'm going to try and be on my phone as, like, not often at all I'm gonna want to be present with my family see my friends from home I haven't seen in forever like my screen time right now is through the roof and I know it's because you know sitting in the dorm like there's really nothing to do but I yeah I'm really trying to work on my screen time and like I think I'm gonna like delete snapchat tonight like I just don't have any like as we're getting older like how much longer am I gonna use snapchat for my life Uh, yeah like I've (laughs) this is really over it tangent but like (laughs) I when I was younger or in high school I was like oh my god am I just gonna have like snapchat until I'm like 50 like what if I just have streaks with people am I gonna be posting on my private story when I have kids no literally but like wedding what am I gonna do there's definitely gonna be a time and I feel it coming soon where it's just not gonna I, I never mine's, I, I think mine's come tonight I'm I, honestly so over it <laughs> I use snapchat to post on my private story but I, I think it's funny but I'm on it so much that I don't really? need I'm snapchatting people that I don't really know that well I don't have a talk to yeah. forever it's just a blank picture it's a waste of my time yeah. like I could be doing something so much better I could be calling my mom my dad my grandma yeah. versus snapchatting people who I really don't know yeah social media is a blessing and a curse it's really nice because you're so connected with people but I also think mm-hmm. that connection takes place of real life mm-hmm. like yeah arm's length away connections mm-hmm. which can be really yeah it's a hard balance it and is. i feel like ugh, this day to, and age it's really difficult not to go on a tangent but like all these companies definitely do not care um, that it is bad for mental health yeah um they yeah. just want you to use it they want money yeah <laughs> exactly but uh like i'm trying to be on tiktok less instagram oh less, my god tiktok Facebook is less. literally that is my, my TikTok worst. screen time is insane. It's my my worst addiction. It's just so easy to sit there and scroll, scroll, scroll. Yeah, and it's 
it takes the place of like actual mindful like uh, I don't want to sit here and preach like oh my god social media and TikTok it's like the worst thing that's happened to this generation because no like there's so many benefits it's fun like social media is kind of what I want to do for my job like it is a blessing but it can be a curse as well exactly if you take it like the wrong way it can be a decompression tool like it you know when I'm in bed at night it is so nice to sit there and lay on Uh, because it it, like you don't really you don't need to think you're just watching I don't think it's fair to beat yourself up Mm -hmm. over the use of social media Mm -mm. but you know, for me personally, in my journey, I've been trying to balance the use of social media and like distractions like TikTok, um, while also figuring out what's best for my like mental health and my routine. Mm-hmm. So, personally, I feel like it's important for me to maybe either go on TikTok for a shorter amount of time and trade that longer time span for maybe journaling or like, like reading doing something oh my god I've been obsessed with reading I finished yeah. I don't know if I told I finished The Hating Game oh my gosh you did I did how was it it was good Abby and I have been kind of in a reading slump and it's really sad it's I finished Hating Game tonight at work and I liked the book I just think because before I started reading Hating Game, I read It Ends With Us. So um, Colleen Hoover does not disappoint. But no, it's so hard going from her books to someone uh, That was my issue because if I read that book before I read It Ends With Us, probably would have loved it. Would have yeah. given it a 10 out of 10. Same thing with People We Meet on Vacation. I See, read I that. didn't like that one. See, but I read that before I read Colleen Hoover. Interesting. Because it's, it's such a slow burn. And yeah. I just want things to like, like once you got to like page 250, it caught up. Uh, yeah. It took forever. I was like, when are they going to get together? No, it was kind of the same thing with Hating Game. Mm-hmm. It was just very long, and it reached, like, the the climax of the book reached it, like, 50 pages before the end. Oh. So I was like, why am I even reading it anymore? Yeah. But I have a thing where I have to finish books. Yeah. Or else I, I yeah, I cry. have been trying to finish. It happened one summer before I read any other book, but it is... Yeah, you've been struggling. No hate to Tessa Bailey, but it's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. And I've been reading this book for like three weeks. I'm so sad I didn't like it. Like, I think it would be a good kind of beach read, like on vacation. Yeah. But like right now, I feel like I'm really into the books where like I'm really into the characters. I'm into what they're learning, what they're doing, yeah. like the lessons that they're learning that I can take in my own life. And this one is just... Yeah. It's it's a summer read for sure. So yeah. maybe I might I might like read it again in the summer and see if yeah. I change my opinion, but I know we've yeah. been trying to get out of our reading slump. I I really want I saw a TikTok about Verity. Mm, you've been really wanting to read that. Dude, I want to read it so bad now. Yeah. They said it was like genuinely scary. I've heard it's really good. And that it was intense. Need to read November 9. Oh my god. That's my favorite book. I know. I've been trying to get me to read November 9th. And Heartbones. Ever. And Heartbones. Super I good. got to like chapter four of Heartbones. I was just like in it's the middle weird. of hating game. Oh uh, yeah. And like it's hard to start a different book when you're reading another one. That's why I'm trying to yeah. finish this one so I exactly. can start a new one. It's also hard to start books. You gotta it get is. into it. It is. Um, anyways, nice little ch- tangent. We'll have but, a whole episode on oh, like um, our favorites for the month and yeah. kind of go in more depth about books, music, yes. movies, the we're whole shebang. So excited. <laughs> but I have um loved reading lately i feel like that is very good for my mental health for sure we're placing my because you're putting yourself in a different world exactly and i also feel like reading is just really good for your vocabulary it's good for Uh, you learn so much like i think you i feel like i've become more intelligent from reading yeah i mean it's it's true that the more books you read the The more more you i don't know intelligent you get 
I guess. Yeah. I feel, I feel like that's very true. No. Yeah. And it doesn't even really matter what you're reading. Like I love a good romance novel. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I've definitely felt that. And it also just feels productive. It does. Finishing a book when I finish reading game. Oh, it feels amazing. I, when I, I finish this bitch. one, I cannot. I might finish it tonight. Just be done just with it. Just to be done with it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I had to do during work. I was so bored. I was like, I need I to finish this. Really hating <laughs> I guess. My only I, no hate to the author, though. Like It's hard with authors because, like, you read, especially with Koha, like, you read her books. And you're like, her writing is just, it's, it's magic. It's, so it's gold. Oh and going to someone else who has a completely different writing style, is, you're just kind of like, whoa. It's like, caught what off, is this? You're caught off guard. Yeah. It was a very good book. Mm-hmm. It was just the and I read like four coho books in a row. You did because <laughs> I love her wreck, so my much. God. Oh my gosh, yeah. But going from her books to someone else, I was like, this is so different. Like it's out of my element. No, literally. Um, so yeah, hating game was like a good book, and, and and at the end of the day, I'm no hate at all. Um, Just not maybe. For I did you. finish the book, and it was like. 370 pages. Wow, that's Low-key proud of myself. And the text wow. was small. Okay. I know. What yeah, your I book's say? bigger. Mine's tiny. Yeah. That's weird. I know. It's. I guess it's just different different prints of it. Maybe. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we went off on a tangent. But yes. basically, we kind of just wanted to dedicate this yeah. episode to just being present. And have attitude for gratitude. And, yeah. And, you know, work around... Being kind to yourself. Yeah. Being mm-hmm. kind to your... Um, spaces making them intentional don't rush life take it day by day yeah kind of just a big brain dump to be Mm -hmm. honest I think that's good every once in a while to just kind of get everything out yeah it is it's Mm -hmm. good to just talk through things and have another I love like talking with someone and hearing like their how their mind is working and like taking in what I'm saying and kind of applying that to their life I think it's very interesting I think it's very interesting too Yes, Um, well, um, mm -hmm. we hope you had a a good Thanksgiving, and we will see you all next Sunday with a new episode, probably on, I think, relationships is our next topic, which will be a good one. Very exciting. Yeah. Bye, guys. (laughs)